0: The Experts podcast is powered by MediaStable.
1: Well, hello everyone and I, it's Nick Hayes from Media Stable here. I'm very going to go straight to the punch.
0: It's
1: <laughs> Lana Hills here.
0: Hello, Nick Hayes. We
1: haven't got much time to get through this I one, know. Lana. <laughs> and, and this is one of the most exciting ones because this is where we stop and prop.
0: Oh, there's just so much gold to get through. And
1: we, we sort of uh, dropped the ball a little there. <laughs> Did we drop the boat? No, we didn't drop the boat in our <laughs> setup in our conference <laughs> chat beforehand. We're... I get my metaphors and things quite it's mixed up. It's a new up. one. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, um, but for you, the listener, thank you for listening to, to the Experts Podcast. We really appreciate all the, the time and effort you put into to taking uh, a, a trip down a, an expert and a media's journey.
0: We do. We
1: really do. But we want to have a bit of a look back at the last 14 that we've produced and, and just some of the things that we've learned. And like I say... This is probably the longest wind-up to a, a very quick-fire start I just went against <laughs> all our show rules that we were going to do, Lana. Jump in. Let's jump in. Michelle Maynard. Michelle oh. Maynard from the Carbon Group.
0: Michelle. Oh, my God. One of our favourites. One of our
1: favourites indeed, but just in media everywhere.
0: Prolific and owns it. Owns it. <laughs> yeah. And the thing that I want to I wanna share, I guess, for everybody that has or has not listened to uh, Michelle's podcast is Michelle really deliberately jumped into media because she didn't have the time to be networking and so the other alternative to grow her business and grow her referral network was through you know, a media presence, and I think it's a gutsy decision that has absolutely paid off.
1: Certainly does. It's against the norm because a lot of, particularly in her profession, which is sort of that old school profession, think that the networking event and also those constant seminars that they go to. Yeah. But Michelle is such the voice of her industry now. She is, and also to in written form on radio, on television, TV
0: all the time. It's
1: incredible. So well done, Michelle. We, yes. we are we are big fans of hers, and and she is definitely a shining light for anyone in the accountancy, in the anything to do with money in the finance uh, sector to have a look women at women in how business she does it.
0: in general. Well
1: that's another thing too. Yep. That's a complete separate subject and uh, definitely be inspired by young Michelle. Tony Eades, the brand futurist Lana.
0: Oh, he was excellent. I actually really enjoyed that discussion with Tony. He's um, you know, he's someone that's doing something that isn't Necessarily super unique, but his perspective is super unique, and he just he's a he's a sucker for all the media, isn't he? He is a <laughs> sucker,
1: and, and and it's funny that we're actually talking about this now because just this morning I was reading uh, an article that he produced for the Sydney Morning Herald. So wow. he's doing a lot of great work with Susie, one of our media engagement managers, and writing long form. So we did a call out. Media Stable did a call out around four or five weeks ago, particularly during COVID nineteen times, that the long form, the op, op- opinion. In editorial yep. pieces. Amazing. Other, other things to go for. So if people are listening and they're members of Media Stable, definitely jump into the op-ed. 600 words is about the average number. And uh, and Tony is absolutely nailing it. Well done, Tony Eads. Hey, let's get on to Adam Voigt. Yes. what a Voity. Voigty. Voigty. <laughs> he's just got a book out right now, Lana. Has he? He has got a book. We should get him back on because he's just released his book. What's it called? Um, that's a very good question <laughs> without notice. And I... You're welcome. It's something to do with transforming the education sector, and he is very, very excited. And particularly, he's now locked down in Victoria. I know it's difficult for him, and he's quite vocal, quite opinionated. Yes, a really look for uh, for anyone that wants to be inspired by someone who's really, really good at media and understands the value of it. Follow Adam Voigt's story, Um, and there's a few others that are following his lead. He comes from a thought leaders group. He's a speaker.
0: That's right.
1: he really is quite inspiring, but uh, I will give a plug for his book. Um, I'll try and get it before the end of this show. But he's he's up and about doing that at the moment. He
0: is. We'll get back to you with the title.
1: We'll get back. Nicole Jenkins. Oh,
0: Jenko. Jenko. Love that chat with Jenko. Yeah. The th- one of the many things I loved about that chat is that Nicole is, her drive behind her media engagement is all about impacting small business. Yep. Small business is obviously what she loves, what she lives and breathes and it's about amplifying that message and helping more people than, you know, she otherwise could. You know,
1: and the craziest thing is she's the president of the Chamber of Commerce and she Industry is. here in Western Australia. CCR. CCRWA, <laughs>
0: which is the biggest
1: group. And it mainly sort of tends to cater for the bigger end of business. But Nicole's passion is in that small, medium-sized business space. Yeah. And um, look, I don't think there's anyone that is as uh, as productive and as effective as her. And, and that sort of was discovered when we went through that Sheep Collective uh, yeah. case study. I'm I'm so
0: glad you mentioned that. That is just a shining light, that story. Oh,
1: look, I think that's just one of many pieces of her work. But the marketing side of it, it's really, really important. You can be very good at media. She started off in media as a uh, at Surf life saving in yeah. Queensland. <laughs> and she, love
0: that story. And,
1: and those backstories that yes. uh, that we are, were able to tap into You're in this, this podcast.
0: You're gold. It is gold. So well done, Jenko. <laughs> it was a
1: lot of fun. And um, look, it's someone that we, look, I unashamedly say I use a lot and work with, and she's sort of my go-to as well yeah, to, wonderful to lady. Bounce, bounce content off. Uh, everyone needs someone like a Jenko you in there. In dude, life, dude. all right. How about Amy Jacobson? Well, yeah,
0: we probably all need someone like Amy Jacobson in our life. That t- the timing of that chat was so interesting because it was obviously really in the middle of COVID. Mm. Um, well, it wasn't in the middle, but it was it was sort of slightly on the other side. But we were social distancing here in the studio. But Amy's take on you know how we were all being impacted by the pandemic. Obviously, things in Western Australia are a bit different to uh, to what's going on the East Coast. Sadly, but. Amy's take on how we were kind of all processing it and also what our leaders are doing, I thought was just fascinating and so relevant to what we were going through at the time.
1: Nah, spot on, Lana. And, And the other thing that, look... From emotional intelligence, it's sort of that key word that um, that tag where that prior to a pandemic or COVID nineteen that possibly wouldn't go too far. Yeah. it seems a little bit too. Oh, it's a little bit too hard for the media to work with. Yes. But right now behind all the human behaviour of our leaders around their decision making, the EI, the emotional intelligence, is something yeah. that just flowed through. And guess what? I apparently uh, showed some <laughs> emotional intelligence, Lana. Yeah,
0: well you. Certificate says shows a level of emotional intelligence.
1: (laughs) See, I didn't read that part. A level,
0: an unspecified level. (laughs)
1: Way to pop my balloon here, because I, I really felt that I was showing all forms of emotional intelligence. Now look, a really fun chat with Amy, and uh, definitely you're going to see a lot more of her in the media. Now one of my oh, look, this one really shocked me, and and this yes. one this one going to be one that uh, possibly I wasn't expecting. Uh, Nikki Milne. Now yep. now Nicole, Nikki Milne is a digital marketing and PR expert. She's got the Singlet Society. Yes, I, have I said it right? I think you have. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I have to ask on <laughs> yeah. but Nikki Nikki was when she first when I first met Nikki she didn't want to actually do any media yep she doesn't she plays under the radar she lets her work yeah and her clients show what she does and her clients yes as a measure of her success not necessarily herself and that fascinated me because that's not the way I run Lana <laughs> no I, no of course I, that's I'm, a
0: new thought <laughs> <laughs> no
1: it, it's it's actually I love I love the the limelight of the media because I know what it brings to my brand yes but I also love seeing my uh, experts get in the limelight of the media because I definitely know what happens to their brand but she, what a, what a, what an inspiration though
0: yeah I love the way Nikki does business she does it really differently she makes no apologies either which I, I really respect and um, you know some of the brands she's worked with are just you know Mercedes, Westfield, you know, and, and she does um, mention a couple of those in the podcast. I think the thing though that Nikki is, uh, has realised and that she shared with us in the podcast is her business has evolved and she's realised now is the time to get her voice out there and yeah. she can again impact more people and that is, you know, small business through her new business, Singlet Society. Um, society.
1: Society. Well, and, and, and as you say that too. I mean, um, when not maybe not TV is her gig, but uh, just recently in print media, yeah. been seeing a lot of features on her and her brand. Um, and her particularly so i'm just pleased to see that she is up and about and getting, getting that out there and i understand there's an event coming up lana that you're featuring there at there
0: is thanks dick yes Look i'm i'm stoked to be speaking at um at nikki's long lunch in september featuring oh, a couple of other Fancy people.
1: I need to go to another long lunch. I, I, you know don't what? I we don't we all? I don't do, I don't do enough <laughs> long lunches anymore.
0: I agree. Nick Hayes, you should sort that out. I think we should. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is sort of a long lunch in a way, I'm having a glass of water and not a glass I of know. wine. I know. Hate Marnie Lishman. Oh, Marnie. We the, love Marnie. The good, the good psychologist. I mean, <laughs> you know, oh, I, it's. That was a lot of fun, that chat, and it was a lot of fun for so many reasons. But I do recall when Marnie – Marnie's been with Media Stable for a good couple of years. In fact, he's probably one of our longest serving Five or
0: six, I think she said. Yeah,
1: it's – (laughs) <laughs> I think she's too afraid to go and,
0: <laughs> and we're too afraid
1: to let her go. But yeah. but the one th- beautiful thing I loved about when we first met with Marnie was that uh, I only want to do print, Nick. I only want to do print. Yeah, you know, I don't want to do t- radio. I don't want to do television. I don't want to do anything that I don't have some form of control of. And that just tells me so much about Marnie as a psychologist. Yes. you know, Because I get nervous when I see a psychologist being fearful and worried about certain other elements. I
0: know. Because you know what? It makes me feel better. They're human <laughs> beings. She's so relaxed. Relatable, Marnie, and so good at what she does. I mean, why she never wanted to do TV is uh, is beyond me. You can't get
1: her off the TV now, (laughs) Lana. You
0: can't get her off. Well, the thing that I love about Marnie is I think she really understands what the media needs from her, and she understands how to – uh, kind of, you know, share her message in a way that is really kind of bite-sized and easy to digest and, and she can, you know, achieve some really great results, I think, for people out there.
1: Yeah, no, fantastic talent. And, and one of the really nicest persons... Uh, amongst the stable. Now, I'm allowed to say that because, you know, you're not meant to have favourites at the media stable, but, but Marnie is certainly <laughs> one of my She's a
0: gorgeous favorites. human.
1: She certainly is. Now, another one that's out there, uh, Dr. Joe Kosterich. Now, if you are in Western Australia and you don't know who Dr. C- Joe Kosterich is, <laughs> I'm questioning your West Australianness. ness Yep. Um, <laughs> I've come up with a new term there. That was there. interesting. Yeah, yep. I'm, I'm questioning it because he's, he is just about everywhere. He's across all the major commercial radio stations, television, uh, he's in print media, he is every and he's been practising this for quite some time, he's been working in media for close to 20 odd years. No, I
0: think it's closer to 30, Nick. Is it? Really? Yes. Oh, he might
1: have been doing some print stuff early, yeah. Yeah, yeah. as
0: in his previous role, at uh, oh, The AMA. That's right. Yeah, okay. I found this chat so fascinating, actually, because he did bust a few myths, and one was related to, uh, to the AMA. Um, and I love that Dr. Joe is not scared to ruffle a few feathers and take a slightly controversial view, and he he sees that as his role. You know, yeah. is to question authority and and the common belief. I really I really love that. that Sounds chat. like someone
1: else I know, Lana, someone Who? who's been doing Nick that Case? a little bit lately. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not that I'm following the Dr. Joe method, but the funny thing was I was doing a piece to wear on Six PR last week, and he agreed with everything I said and oh, sent wow. me a text.
0: Wow, and uh,
1: that's a nice started to have to put myself back in check. You guys
0: besties now. Well,
1: no, I, I'm starting to become sort of that sky after dark material. Sort wow. Of thing. No, I'm just kidding, Dr. <laughs> Joe. I know he'll be listening to this. But the thing is, what I do love about Joe, you're right, he does challenge the the norm. He does challenge, and that's healthy. Yeah. It's not just healthy for society. It's healthy for media, and it's healthy for the health system. Totally. Because there are, and we all know that there are certain influences that are going on behind the scenes, and- um, and I might have mentioned in that particular podcast that I think that maybe the AMA has some invested interests along with certain drug companies yep. that might have some vested interest in this, either staying sick or uh, using this as a means to getting better. And, and Dr. Joe challenges it, and particularly in medicinal cannabis, Yes. Uh, when the issues such as vaping, um, you know, he's quite vocal on that. And I think you definitely need to hear his voice. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to agree with him, but what you have to do is hear his very sound reasoning Mm. behind what he believes in and the facts that he can deliver.
0: Yeah, you can't argue with his logic. Even if you don't agree with him, as you say, you can't argue with his logic. And, you know, the fact that he's, he's such a generous contributor to media over, yeah, I mean... There's no one else really like Dr. Joe. And and, and,
1: and just on that, because as as a GP, you're very time poor. Still
0: practicing. Still practicing GP.
1: So if anyone out there is thinking, I don't have time to go away and engage the media, we'll have a look at a guy like Dr. Joe, who makes it part of his job to engage the media and be in those conversations. Because if you're not... You 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 you're just a silence. You're just a silence uh, in the corner. Yeah. You've got to make an effort and the time to do it. Well done, Doctor Joe.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Doctor Joe.
1: Now, and you can't help but call him Doctor Joe. <laughs> it's, it's Joe <laughs> Kostrich, but you still feel like it's sort of totally it,
0: like a teacher. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kim Sealing Smith Lana Hill. Ah, uh,
0: KSS. K S S. Were As you a, the one that came up with that?
1: Well, I, I did, but then I found out later in during the podcast that it's something that she gets referred to quite often. So oh. it's uh, it is it is incredible. <laughs> Look, the workplace, you yep. know, and this is this is her whole area. Yes, you know, and where what the workplace looks like in the future and i think that if after what we've just gone through with COVID 19 pandemic we're still doing it of course you know that yes Um, we're still in it (laughs) we need commentators that can give us the vision and the leadership as to what it's going to look like and i love the way kim always refers this to as one of the um, uh, uh, biggest, uh, one of the biggest experiments of home work life.
0: That's right. And
1: that really just gets me thinking because, you know, when we were speaking to her, we were only just coming off, you know, five to six weeks working from home. We were. And I've got to tell you, Lana, I didn't like it. I
0: didn't like it either. And Kim was laughing at us because she did observe we're probably the types of personalities (laughs) that can't deal with being isolated at home for two too long but um, yeah I really enjoyed her her I guess really balanced approach but also her passion for the media she just she loves the media and she knows what they want she understands what what their audience wants but also what they want yeah
1: and uh, look uh, another message to come out of that podcast is a content machine
0: oh totally
1: look and and does put the time and effort to do this a lot of people will ask media stable is to sort of how long should I put into this what are the what's the time investment and and so Sometimes obviously the money investment, it's important, Lana. Yeah.
0: But
1: the time investment is the one thing that we can't get more of. Yeah. And it's not a lot of time. It's not a lot of time. A couple of yarns, three or four yarns can be five to you know, ten minutes each. So with an hour, you can almost organise an entire month's worth of content just by sitting down and jotting down a couple of headlines and filling them up with some content. It's
0: it's not
1: time consuming.
0: No, and practice makes perfect too. And I think that's you know, Kim understands that and she's but just become really efficient at churning out those really sort of chunky, yeah, yeah, great ideas that the media want to talk about and engage with.
1: Wonderful stuff. We're flying through this line. We are. We're We're doing well. Doing very well. We're ahead of schedule. (laughs) Are we? Yeah, we are indeed. Winning. Winning. We're winning in podcasting. Hey, uh, (laughs) Jason Featherby. Now, Jason, you didn't get a chance to do it with you. You weren't well. Um, But um, look, Jason's one of my absolute favorites. He's been a, a member of Media Stable for quite some time. I just love the way that not only does he connect with the, um, with the, with the announcer of the radio station he's with, he does three, two to three regular gigs every fortnight, but he's been doing it for such a long time. Yeah. He connects so well with the announcer, but even better with the audience so he knows what the audience is looking for if there's a lesson out there to everyone you know you actually make good friends in media particularly when you've done it for some time and those announcers wouldn't wouldn't dare use anyone else but him uh, for that particular segment and sector. So wonderful for him from, from a personal perspective that he's made those friendships and relationships, but just also to the way that he connects with audience. You just get a sense of the man and also to uh, the man behind the brand. Yeah, And that is just critical, particularly when you're putting, you know, maybe your life finances into his hands, that you actually understand and know them. And Jason just does that beautifully.
0: Yeah, I agree. I listen to the podcast, Nick, and yeah, the he's so... Um, uh, yeah, you just can hear his ability to be able to talk to and connect with anybody. And I think it's so critical, particularly for radio. And I think he shares in, in the interview, doesn't he, the incredible results he's had as a result in terms of his business. Yeah. ROI, yeah. the results he gets regularly, you know, just from that regular kind of accessibility and conversation he has. Anything
1: from three to four, maybe three to five leads. It's incredible. Per segment.
0: It's crazy. Now,
1: when you think about that, and you know, we talk about, uh, and, and the finance sector are well known for doing a lot of seminars and mm. workshops and networking events. And it's time, time consuming, quite costly. But the way Jason does that is incredibly powerful and incredibly cost-effective. Yep. So if there's a message out there to anyone, if you've been doing something all this time the same way, all and you're getting the same kind of results – Every single time (laughs) and expecting something a little bit different. Yeah. I think that's the definition of something. uh, Insanity. eh, Correct. Um, (laughs) But, you know, break out, try something new. And I think that's, you know, Jason would have done that in his first time. We first got Jason on, on, on TV. He was a nervous wreck. Really? Nervous wreck, complete nervous wreck. For a guy that's so confident on radio, nervous wreck. And we had him going for about 18 months. You know when he did his last TV piece? He was still a nervous
0: wreck. Wow. Well, Marnie <laughs> said that too. I think TV does can be a bit of that sort of constant challenge. Oh, that's it, what makes it exciting it's though. It's actually frightening, as It's frightening, Marnie. <laughs> it's frightening. It's all right to be scared. All right. <laughs>
1: Well done, Jason Featherby. Now we talked to a conflict and negotiation expert. Yes, in Lasagna Eriks. Hey,
0: I really love that chat. I have to say, I had a bit of an epiphany when we were talking to um, Lasan uh, off air, in that she said conflict is actually something to get really excited about and feel good about because it creates innovation. It creates, you know, well, stimulates creativity. It, it's it's. Yeah, can get us to good things.
1: I love that, Lana. I love the fact that you said that because I was there during that podcast, funny that, you and I hosting it, <laughs> and I saw like a little light bulb go off. In my head? It, no, it was just above your head. Above
0: went, my head. Air, it
1: went boom. <laughs> and I noticed that that was one that you did take in and it actually went into the show notes. That yeah. You just, it was just that sort of wow moment. And, you know, I, I, I too, I, I think we did both sit there and go, oh, I see where you sit in this big wide world. Yeah. Jeepers, you could be saving us a lot of money.
0: Oh, totally. And the com- just how the conversation needs to change and in all aspects of our life, our personal life, our professional life. And yeah, I have to admit, because I, I think I'm a pretty direct person, but I do shy away from conflict a little bit sometimes. I get a bit scared about conflict.
1: Oh, you really? Oh, <laughs> you don't back down on anything that I have a go at you for. It's
0: just banter. It's all part of the banter. You in the think case. it's
1: banter? I'm. Geez.
0: Oh. But yeah, that's what it, it inspired me. The, the chat with, um, with LaSanne inspired me. And she is at the start of her media journey. Yep. But I think, I actually think during the chat with us, she really um, started to see where she fits.
1: A conflict right now a lot of it going oh, on so and, much. and definitely her space and it's it's her time and opportunity and if you can find those right moments, particularly in media, to showcase what you can do, Yeah. then you could you know, tell that her workbook's going to be filled up. Timing. All right. We had a little bit of a moment where we went into some media. So we're coming down to the last three of this. So if you've been listening and you're sort of getting this bit of a review and feel for some of the podcasts that we've been listening, you can go back and have a listen. If you jump onto mediastable.com.au and, and go to the podcast page, yeah, they're all sitting there. So if, you've, if any of these have taken your fancy... but these next three, quite special. Uh, Luca Ganano.
0: Yeah, Luca lovely Luca. Luca
1: from 3AW, Tom Elliott's program, the drive program in, in Melbourne, the, the biggest drive program in Melbourne and uh, if not the nation. Yeah. And uh, Tom Elliott's quite a character. But Luca Ganano, he's his own character, isn't
0: he? Well, isn't he? And this went viral, Nick Hayes. It did go crazy, it, didn't it? We, we, Luca very generously shared the uh, shared the post on his his. His social media platforms and the engagement has just been fantastic, and I love that we could, you know, hear more about his story. And because he's a he's a pretty young guy, isn't he? To yeah. be in media,
1: yeah, you no, know, he's a young fellow, but um, you know, started uh, very early on. In his, his very early twenties as as a, as a producer. That's awesome. Um, in fact, I think he even did earlier than that with uh, Neil Mitchell on Three yes, AW The Caliber. A, yeah, as a as an intern there, and funnily enough, that's where John Salvanda, uh, our director of ah. media and Engagement, was a producer for Neil Mitchell at 3AW. That's just, I don't know if that's saying how old John is or how old Neil is, <laughs> um, but I tell you what, when you're onto a good thing, you, you don't leave and yeah. you don't move on and uh, quality always stays at the top. But I was, I, look, I loved Luca's um, uh, just d- direct chat and banter with us and uh, the one that you picked him up on where uh, he's working at McDonald's yeah. and your love of it, his love of it, and amazing how many other people were were connected and weaved into it as well. I know. I never worked at McDonald's. I think I made a point of it in the podcast. <laughs> um, I, I said I, well, I did something similar there, Luca. I, I, I joined the army, but, but the, the, the similarities between what McDonald's does and what the army does—yeah. While that doesn't seem no an obvious choice or an obvious <laughs> connection, the processes,
0: yes, indeed, very
1: process-driven. They've got you know serious agendas, a hierarchy, a working the pro- discipline, the discipline. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 No, I, I just also love with Luca how it, it became really clear to me after the interview, and I didn't know this beforehand, how well he knows Tom and the working relationship those guys have. And obviously the difference that makes as, you know, as Tom's producer, Luca can just bring a level of insight that is is so valuable.
1: So true. and And you know what? When you're talking to Luca, you might as well be talking to Tom. (laughs) Yeah. No, and and that's it. And I think that's a big, big thing for for everyone to really take into account here is that whenever you're talking to anyone in media, assume you're talking to the very top that you're looking to engage and communicate with. Yeah. Because as the gatekeeper, it's like anything – if you don't get past that point, yeah, you don't get anywhere. Exactly. So treat them like you would be treating the very much the the top of the the game that you're going for. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And for any of you listening that are sort of still trying to get a bit a bit of a handle on what is newsworthy, what do producers look for? Luca gives away some particularly good little hints around what is really sort of interesting to him and, and what's kind of going to crack through, you know, get through his his gatekeeping, if you like. Um, I th- That was super valuable and so generous again of Luca to give us all that intel.
1: Uh, he was gorgeous. And, yep. and another one of my favourites, and I know I'm not allowed to have favourites in the media. <laughs> You've got about
0: seven so far. <laughs> have I? Uh, Probably you know, more than that.
1: He's a little secret, and, and don't find this disingenuous by me, but I, I actually every time I do speak to media, I, I just so you're my favourite, <laughs> and also to the other thing is God. I hope I'm not a lot of media are listening to this, but after every meet, the media, oh, you were best on ground.
0: But maybe you just love all of them. Nick I do. Kays. I do.
1: You know what? The thing is, Media Stable can't really have favourites. No, we can't. You know, whether it's commercial or non-commercial, we uh, we deal with everyone we exactly the same. But Aaron Boda, <laughs> weekend, weekend today show yeah. was formerly of the Today Show. Yes, now moved over into a supervising producer there. Erin um, and I have known each other for close to five years now. Um, what a legend. She was one of our very first uh, Meet the Medias in Sydney, sitting alongside Ellen Kohler and Ben Cubby. Now, Ellen Kohler, you know, Ben Cubby yeah. from the Sydney Morning Herald. I mean, he is a well, well-known journalist. Yep. And there is Erin Boda holding her own, doing so her cool. thing. And you had a little fangirl moment with I her, did. didn't you? Because, you know, I think you took a lot of the fact that from someone so young and a female to do so many good things.
0: Oh, totally. The Yeah, the sort of, I don't know, from the outside and when I first – Saw Erin and met Erin. I was uh, a, a client of Media Stable, an Correct. expert. Yeah. And I did. I looked at Erin and I thought, "Wow, for the you know someone that's in the cutthroat and competitive and demanding world of media, and you're making it, and more than making it, you're really an important part of this system." I was just so impressed, and continue to be. She's so good at what she does, and um, gave away so much gold in the interview.
1: She did. She did, and she is the daughter of Simon Boda, a well-known yeah. journalist in Sydney, <laughs> and. Crime reporter. Crime reporter. And what blew my mind during that particular uh, podcast was just what she had to go through as a child. I know. Because I don't think any child has ever had to go through there. And then I was thinking, why did you go down that pathway of media then? I know. If you saw all of what you saw or were taught, everything that you were taught from your father and in, in, the, in the industry that he was in – I'm surprised you even made it there. But I know. You're going to have to listen to that podcast if you want to get a sense and feel for what Erin went through. But an amazing one, just before we finish off with Erin, it was, we did we did take her by a little bit of surprise and give us a one word. Ah, the scenario, game. The game. Yes. And what do we think of certain people within media. And, one
0: word to be associated. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one.
1: It was good. You Channel ne-
0: 9 personalities. You need
1: to listen to that. You Listening. need to listen to that to get that. Well, look at us. Well on time. Demelza Leonard finishes us off. She was last week. Demelza. Oh, Demelza. Did you know how far she to- it took for her to get to this particular podcast?
0: <laughs> was it five and a half metres? Five
1: and a half metres. <laughs> Demelza now is a part of the media hub Jeez. that is here at 295 Lord Street in Perth. Yep. And um, some very, very smart little businesses that are sitting in this little hub. And uh, it was awesome to have Demelza. I love the fact, the way that you guys engaged, because you're, you're a music buff yourself, aren't you, Lana? And, and... Look, as far as a music, pop culture, marketer, social media expert, the, the, she's a lot of fun. She sticks to her brand, which I really found uh, that does shine.
0: Oh, totally. You know, I've I've known Demelza uh, quite a few years now and I love the way that she does a lot of homework. It's not by mistake. She does a lot of homework around her brand and and how she can kind of you know bring all the little bits of the narrative together um so yeah i I love the chat and the story so i've heard a lot of demelza stories and she's she's had some amazing stories of backstreet boys um all these i mean more than the backstreet boys i'm obviously a backstreet boy fan uh but the story she has but she shared one with us on the podcast nick that i had not heard before and it was literally a jaw-dropping that's so cool moment bit of ice cube i know good was that? <laughs> so cool. But yeah. Demelza, such a multi-talented media performer and I think she'll be there for a long time.
1: She will. And, and just as a, as a music commentator, particularly in COVID-19 times, it's something that I think uh, we, we sort of need to have a moment just to relax. Just music has that ability to do that. It does. And, and, and give you that chance to recharge the batteries and, and not just get too caught up in all the negativity that uh, life is throwing at you. And and, and I love the way that Demelza delivers that across the multiple media platforms that she's working with. So yep. great to have her there. Hey, we got through it. Well done.
0: We did it in case. We
1: did it 30 minutes, 32. <laughs> I can't believe it. We will set a schedule, a time frame. This
0: is unusual for us. I was
1: looking a little worried at one point. <laughs> Didn't know whether I was going to be able to shut you up or <laughs> keep you going. You're just a machine, Lonnie Hill. We
0: did it. I think we're getting better at this. We might be. We <laughs> might be. Well we've,
1: well, we've passed the seven podcasts that 50% fail at, 14, another 50% fail at, but yeah, we're going wow. on. But the most important thing is we love your company and we love, and we hope that you've enjoyed it. If you want to go back and have a look and listen um, at the podcast that we've just mentioned there, go to mediastable.com.au, look at the podcast podcast. and they're all listed there and that goes back quite some way but uh, some good fun really good learnings and that's partly what we've all just uh, done all this for isn't it Lana is to help educate people and, and, and inspire them to take their own media journey
0: oh exactly yeah I'm thrilled that we've been able to share all the stories and the learnings and the tips that we have there's uh, yeah so much good in there and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the experts podcast
1: yeah jump on Instagram and follow us it's the only social media platform that we use without with the hashtag the experts podcast and LinkedIn, and LinkedIn. good yeah, work well done bits. hey let's catch up with another expert or another media person next week and we We'll catch up with you to join us and uh, we'll have that chat. Have a great week.
0: You have been listening to the Experts Podcast powered by Media Stable. To get in touch with the team, head to the Media Stable website, mediastable.com.au.